Telltale Pod Production. Hoffman. Chapter Nine Hunt the Alien. Martin felt terrible. He knew what the girls were thinking and Joe Lowen made it worse by insisting that Martin had told him all about the alien. You said its name was Ollie and that it came from the planet Gia, he said. Martin decided to deny everything. But these are its clothes, said Lowen, picking up a heap from the floor. They're Martin's clothes said Mrs. Rowlands. She was grateful to Lowen for bringing so many guests to the hotel, but she really thought he was beginning to go mad about this alien business. Joe was getting suspicious of Martin. You set me up! No one does this to me! He left the room, furious with all of them, but he had mentioned something about money. The girls knew what that meant, even if Mrs. Rowlands didn't. When she had gone, the girls turned on Martin. Amina, in particular, was furious. How could you? He trusted us and you told on him! Martin started to get another asthma attack. We weren't going to have to sell the hotel, he said. But Amina wasn't convinced by that explanation. She dragged Jenny off to look for Ollie. As the two girls came out of the hotel, they ran into a policeman. Lowen had found him as soon as he had seen Ollie. Now he had to explain that the alien had disappeared again. Then Lowen remembered something. Martin had said, Two girls had been with him when he found the alien. He got the policeman to follow Jenny and Amina. But Martin saw them from the hotel entrance and had an idea. Soon afterwards, Lowen spotted a figure dressed like Ollie and shaped like Ollie, riding a bike. He made the policeman follow that instead. The chase was on. The girls realised it must be Martin trying to make up for what he had done. They searched for Ollie and couldn't find him. But suddenly, in the sea, they found Charlie. It was a flashing red light. There was not much time left. Time was running out for Martin too. 
If he kept biking as hard as that, he would soon be really ill. He took a shortcut that the police car couldn't manage. It led to Belcher's factory, and that's where Ollie was hiding. The girls had just found him and told him about Charlie when Martin arrived out of breath. Ollie was lying on the floor of the chemical store. He was too weak to do anything about the probe. I'm really sorry, said Martin. Amina was still cross with Martin, but he had the bright idea of using the magic sphere. They all held on to it and wished hard to make Ollie better. They were concentrating so much, they didn't hear Mr Belcher's car draw up outside. Final Countdown The magic sphere worked, but just as Ollie was getting to his feet, the door to the store slammed shut, and there was the sound of a key being turned in the lock. Mr Belcher had trapped them. But he hadn't realised how Claire would react. His daughter had come with him in the car as usual, and when he went back to use his car phone, she realised what was going on. He was telling the police that he had caught the alien. Claire tried to stop him. He thought that if he handed the alien over to the police, it could somehow make it take the blame for all the pollution. But Claire knew better. She broke the phone and ran into the store. Inside, the children had just realised that there was only ten minutes left before the probe blew up. Claire tried to persuade her father to hand over the key, but it took up precious time. By the time she released the others, they could hear a police car on the way. It was the one with Joe Lowen in it. The children hurried Ollie away, and Mr Belcher suddenly changed his mind. This way, he shouted, but he led Lowen and the policeman in the wrong direction. But his factory was pumping out more pollution into the water where the probe was. As it reached Charlie, there was a violent reaction from the probe. For a moment, the children thought they were too late, and when Mr Belcher saw what was happening, he realised just how much danger they were all in. Sarah brightly arrived on her bike in time to see the flashing lights. She had been following the police car. Ollie stepped 
dipped into the murky water. The clock on his wrist showed there were only ten seconds left. It was now or never. But the second that Ollie had fixed the probe, he was in almost as great danger from Joe Lowen. It was Mr Belcher who stopped him from grabbing Ollie. He hung on tight to him while Ollie said goodbye to his earth friends. Ollie gave Amina the magic sphere. He hugged them all, even Martin, to show he was forgiven. As Ollie walked into the sea, whistling for his spaceship, Mr Belcher was arrested. The hotel was busier than it had ever been. It was full of space trekkers. They were all in the dining room when there was a loud noise and a dazzling display of lights over the sea. They all thought Mrs Rowlands had organised it just for them. The Burlington Hotel was definitely a hit. And so was Jenny. The policeman wanted to interview the children about what had been going on. But Jenny had already written it down in her journal. She promised to give it to Sarah Brightly when the police had finished with it. Joe Lowen couldn't believe his ears. He had been scooped by the South Beach Gazette. <laughs> That was another Tell-A-Tale Pod production. Remember that you can follow, share and find more of our podcasts at tellatalepod.podbean.com.